The Chicago poet Michael Anania once described his city as a very small town within a vast metropolitan area. In the mid-60s, Chicago wasn't exactly known as a hotbed for exciting art. It sat in the shadow of the behemoth of New York and was often overlooked by the bright and shiny young things on the West Coast. But the Windy City's lack of artistic pomp and circumstance was exactly what a group of exciting up-and-comers were looking for as they attempted to hold their first exhibition. Rather than chasing a spotlight, or the perfect institution, or a scene to be seen in, they merely required walls upon which to hang their work. Chicago's Hyde Park Art Center was just the place for them, even if it had terrible lighting and a bizarre floor plan. And so, in 1966, Jim Falconer, Art Green, Gladys Nielsen, Jim Nutt, Sue Ellen Rocker, and Carl Versum put on their first show under the banner of the newly named collective, The Hairy Who. The name was arrived at after an in-joke regarding the time Carl misheard the name of local art critic Harry Boris. Harry Who? he is said to have exclaimed. I guess you had to be there. You're listening to Kunst Please, a podcast about modern art. And this is a story about six friends sticking two fingers up to the pop art vanguard. The work of the hairy who was quite unlike the colossally successful pop art of the time, from such luminaries as Andy Warhol and Roy Lichtenstein. Their pieces contained none of the detached irony that made Andy's cans and Roy's comics so captivatingly bland. The group would take inspiration from similar raw materials, advertising, comics, graphics, tattoos, but go for the jugular with nervous, dorky and undeniably emotive artworks. They tackled the kitsch tackiness of American culture in a loving embrace and displayed them in a joyfully democratic opposition to the haute couture of the New York art scene. They were inspired by Chicago's Maxwell Street Market, a favourite hangout for the group, and a place where blues musicians, street vendors, hustlers and members of the area's diverse immigrant communities all jostled for attention. The Harry Who would become renowned for their hallucinatory imagery, especially when representing the human body, often exaggerated, occasionally mutilated, contrasting with the otherwise jovial aesthetic. This clash was highly representative of the period, a time when the unrelenting, cheery march of the American consumerist dream battled with two huge societal issues in the Vietnam War and the Civil Rights Movement. Chicago was at the centre of it all. At the centre of the group, was Carl Versum, an artist who painted figures that were all at once mashed up visions of aliens, robots, or humanoids. He was deeply inspired by a trip to Mexico in the early 60s, and the totemic mirrored imagery of the Aztecs and Mayans left a lasting impression. It's no surprise, given the energy of his style, that music was also of great importance. His effervescent portrait of Screaming Jay Hawkins the blues legend behind pre-Gothic anthem, I Put a Spell on You, looks as though it would burst into flame and leap from the canvas. Sue Ellen Rocker boiled popular culture down to its raw, essential details. 
focusing on producing work comprised of highly symbolic, hieroglyphic imagery. Lipsticks, handbags, palm trees, patterned and repeated within grids and blocks, echoing the experience of shopping catalogue skimming. The playful cartoonery of Jim Nutt is infectious in both its sheer joy and quite literally in his depiction of grotesque skin diseases, boils and scars. Nevertheless, despite the abject vulgarity, each piece was executed with an unrelenting attention to detail and the perfection of an expert craftsman. The watercolours of Gladys Nielsen are at first glance so technically accomplished that they appear almost classical and elevated. But on closer inspection, the joyous whimsy in the depictions make them a lot more fun to behold. Thick, rubbery people jostle for space in landscapes so fantastically evocative of the 60s that you half expect to see a yellow submarine floating past. Jim Faulkner was the most overtly political, being a co-founder of the activist group Artists Against the War in Vietnam. His art was strange, hallucinatory and psychedelic. Drawing from German Expressionism and Surrealism, he contrasted the banality of everyday imagery with bright, cutting, abstract forms. Art Green's imperfect perfectionism portrays him as an advertising art director gone rogue, his crisp lines and flair for taking objects out of their commercial context and muddling them up in the messy realities of life results in paintings that are as deeply layered as they are surreal. As a collective, the Hairy Who exhibited together for just three years, but their success brought wide international acclaim to Chicago's homegrown art movement. Their shows were unusual and non-traditional. Gallery walls would be covered in kitschy, flowery lino, bawdy gauche price tags would hang from the pieces, and each show came with a comic book-style zine featuring badges and posters. All part of an eccentric fuck you to high art and high society. And there it is, the uncool pop art of the hairy who. Kunst Please was created and produced by Jonathan Heath, that's me. Be sure to follow the gallery space on Instagram, at Kunst Please, for the complete picture. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the experience, please like, comment, review, and subscribe, etc. 